Hello, this is Augusta Elite, and this is the Augusta Ollie podcast. We are coming to you on a Thursday afternoon, and basically now let's start with an AEW dark dark review. We have Angel Fashion versus Will Hobbs, SCU versus Aswell and Danny Limelight, Pierre Avalon versus and Cesar Banan versus. And Ryan Neff versus Aaron Solo, Brick Eldridge, and Dean Alexander. We got Baron Black versus Lee Johnson. Aaron Fry, D3, John Cruz, and Barry Morales versus The Dark Order. Karen Stewart and Ryzen versus the Rice Blondes. Diamond versus Samana Thorne. Hugo Dalsol versus QT Marshall, Kippy Sabian versus Carly Bravo, Abandon versus Carolina Perez, and Sunny Kinjanella versus the two LRTs. And we have the, the commentary team was Taz, Anthony Unganu, and, and the Masked Man, no Excalibur. So we got Justin Roberts announcing the the the, the show. So let's get to start. Will Hobbs versus Angel Fashion. Hook was a ringside. It was a powerful squash ending with a powerhouse slam. Uh-huh. We got SCU versus Ezra Diamond Limelight. Hot tag to Frank Kazarian to clean house. Was taking control. SCU used King teamwork to clear out limelight. Then Daniels finished Ezra with a celebrity we have gut buster. Avalon, Bonan, Neff versus Solo, Albridge, and Alexander. Solo had a hot flurry taking out the hunks. Bonan stifled Solo's flow by catching for suplex. A multi man skirmish to shoot with a Neff pinning Alexander with a, on a pelvic swirl neck breaker. E. Johnson versus Baron Black. Johnson was in control earlier to a black counter, a slingshot punch into a suplex on the floor. Johnson picked up momentum again for a string of offense, climbing with a thirst kick and DVD. Black was able to kick out of the cover on the go. Johnson took a long for the next move that allowed Black time to recover. The match continued back and forth. Black had the upper hand after releasing German suplex, sent Johnson to the corner. Black charged forward. But Johnson met him with a blue thunder bomb for the victory. Cabana, me the Dark Order versus Fry D three John Cruz Ryan Morales. Negative one was ringside. There was a hat tag that cooked Cabana for the close. He had Cruz on the shoulders for a Chicago skyline. Cruz teammates ran out one time to break it up, so each dark hand hit their finishers open space for Cabana's Chicago skyline and win. Rossi Blondes versus Cameron and Stewart and Ryzen. Brian Pillman was on a roll until Ryzen took advantage on referee. Just Roger Hot Tie, the grip Garrison ran related to a rolling arm forearm blast and knocked Stewart out for three count. Diamond versus Simon Thorne. Diamond was extremely aggressive, finished her opponent with a stunner, then a road code red. We got QT Marshall versus Vigo Dasso. Nick Kamara was ringside. This match came for a rivalry played out on Sammy Guevara's vlog. The big question if Fugo could finally hit the tornado DDT. He tried early, but QT shut it up. Power slammed the masked man. Later, 
Fuga finally achieved success on the tornado DUT, finally hit it. The momentum on the, on the motion of QT's rigging awareness allowed him to roll out of the ring. After Fugo you know, rolled the big look back into the ring, he took a flight for another tornado DUT. QT was able to counter one with a cutter. The second cutter put out Fugo's fire. Next, we got Kip Sabian versus Carly Bravo. Ford and Dean were on ringside. Sabian uses foot offense often. Bravo railed, but Sabian escaped sliced bread for a big knee strike. A fireman's carry gut buzzer, a rope hung, course screw suplex gave Sabian the win. <sighs> Abandoned versus Kelly Perez. The living dead girl absorbed Perez attacked. Abandoned bashed Perez with suplexes and a gory neckbreaker to win. We got Satine and Ortiz. Versus Sonny Kiss and Joey Janela. The Jersey Boys wore, wore matching gear. Satana already aggressively attacked as the bell rang. Satana pummeled Janela inside and took him over the barricade. Pound and Powerful turned the tag line kiss with a vicious intent. Mm-hmm. Janela took a long time to recover. Missed a few tag moves from a reeling kiss. Sonny rails a solo and Janela finally on the apron to receive the tag. Jenna ran wild, suicide attack for Tana and a CITT for Ortiz on the stage. Janelle rolled Ortiz into the ring, but Ortiz was able to reach the ropes on a pinfall. Ortiz was the victim to a teamwork split, leg drop, and reverse DT. Santana ran to the, for a breakup on the cover. The teen teens folk scuffled for a bit when Santana and Ortiz come out on top. Santana picked up a kiss in a fireman's carry position. Use kiss feet to knock Jones off the apron. Their circle duo found success with a DVD and that break combo to pink kiss. Now, with the inner circle war counts on the horizon for AEW Dynamite, Santana Ortiz was f- physically stated their case of being reinstated the inner circle tag team representatives. Santana Ortiz will retain when they bring fire and fear. I'm looking forward to the next few. It may be a rematch with the Bucks. Santana Ortiz lost their tile shot a week, weeks ago, but there's meat on that bone at the Bucks put them through his head piles of shin. Lee Johnson Barabak put on a Danny of a contest. Previously, Johnson previously displayed that type of skill in a bar burner with Ben Carter, but he probably went back to Jabroni stats. Now it's nice to see give him more opportunity to show his ability. Johnson's been picking up momentum. Big things can be future a few years down the line. Diamond kick butt. That's the kind of tested that set her apart from the pack. It was impressive enough to make me want to see her get promoted to Diamond more frequently than her sporadic appearances. Okay, that was AEW Dark Review. Later, I will review Diamond, so stay tuned. And I'll be back. Hello, we're back on edition of AEW Dynamite Reviews. This is Augusta All Elite. Let's get it on. Here are the matches for AEW Dynamite. Matt Jackson versus Ray Phoenix. Cody versus Seth Gargas. Ethan Page versus Lee Johnson. Britt Baker, Maki Ito, Nia Rose versus Arushita. And the others... TNT Championship, Darby Allen versus Scorpio Sky. Mm-hmm. And we... Here, here's this. 
you already all know about by this, but but the finish to Spring Bobwar Deathmatch was botched to hell and back. I'm because I realized that the show will address, so I just watched, did address this and in a funny way. Watch. Uh, here's some more stuff from Revolution. QT Marshall turned heel. Christian signed AEW. Ethan Page is signed AEW. Makaido is now Britt's partner. And let's on to Dynamite. Mox and Eddie are on fire. Eddie said it was a little embarrassed about okay. He said he had this panic before when he was in jail. So before Corey blacked out, he said he thought he was going to die out there. You could make fun of him, but what it is. He asked Kenny, there, he's the Joker. Mox agrees. He said he thinks Kenny really, Kenny really want to kill him. Eddie suggests pin pad pay for the bond. That's why it sucked. Mox sits on the whole thing. said he had this crazy match, but all get was a lousy teaser. He didn't win a championship, but he did get his drinky buddy back. Mox tells Eddie he could have come out a little earlier because he was getting killed for 20 minutes. Mox says, Kenny, if you're going to flash a weapon, you better use it. We get towards Tony Shavon coming out to Cody's quick winch interview. He asks Cody about his shoulder and how he's feeling. Pentagon interrupts from the smashing out his desk. He brings Mariah's with him. He tells Cody to shut up. Then Alex Abraham's He's like, <laughs> he's a thousand times better than Cody. It says you're the prince of pro wrestling. Penta is the lord of lucha libre. Let me speak your language, American Nightmare says. And he asks if Cody's serious at Revolution. He lost. Says you're lucky he didn't focus on your arm anymore because you than he did, or you wouldn't be able to pick up your newborn baby. Cody rushed to Penta over this, and he had to held back by thirty-seven hundred people. Nightmare family. The segment ends. We see Chuck and. Arch and RK is that this shit has been going on too long, but can you please give us one more match? If they lose, Chuck will be his butler forever. He says OC had a good idea for a match. The rain surrounded by RK machines. They want to put My- Miro and Kip's head through all of them. It's a possible feud. Plus one, just one single decent match. We'll see. <sighs> Shabbat introduced Stang. Teen Taz. I mean, if Teen Taz arrives, I'm going shit. Well, Tony says, what a street fight, what a comeback. Sting wants to talk about Darby Allen. He's dangerous. He talks about Darby Allen. You get what you heard last night. He gets interrupted by Lance Archer. He, he says he doesn't need a ladder to prove that he's the face of revolution. He said that things are going to change. It's going to take more than time. More than time. So we're going to get in this feud. Sting versus Lance Archer. Now, for some reason, that, that audio and the NBA game seem to be overlapped on top of the e. Page Lee e. Johnson match. Honestly, I have no idea what the fuck is happening. Easy Page did cut a promo, it was completely uh, audible to me. It carried out throughout the commercial break. It was just persistent. In between the cries of defense, ain't no mountain high, ain't no valley low. Easy Page wins the match and continues to attack Lee Johnson. QT bailed on Lee. This fall for his turn version revolution. We get Marvez with Hangman, who has finally got his own lawnmower. He details his purchases while Dark Order and Marvez pile on to drive the mower to get to ice cream. <sighs> and Cypher Fi, who is left behind. Okay. Tony said one of the biggest events of the revolution 
was the arrival of Christian Cage. He says he's happy to talk to him there while he's talking. The Broom Girls come out. Kenny Omega music plays. Don Callis and the Good Brothers enter. Skylar calls Callis human experiment. I like Slugman better, but this works. Don said, well, ladies and gents, I'm sorry, but you're not going to get here from Christian. The people are boring shit on him. Don said they called they call shots. Yeah, take themselves. Calls Kenny the king of deathmatch. He's booed to hell. He said everything went happened Sunday according to the plan. Kenny said not everything all that. Don says he made an explosion on her around the world. Said he and Kenny attain a lot. He but they were blamed for this failure. He can't confer dying. They were involved, but he still got joy taking the fun away from us. He says it's a win win. If the rain explodes, they won and Moxley gone dirt champ. But it doesn't but if it doesn't, we are we win bigger. Moxley look like idiots and still champions. Kenny says he's still getting goosebumps thinking about Moxley getting blown up, but it's a sweet embarrassing with him and Eddie. Where Charlie on Sunday see Eddie dry hopping Moxley on a sprinkler shot from the pots. As they talk Eddie, he enters the ring. Don talks about Eddie Kingston, his time in impact wrestling. They wanted to join forces. Something. Robin Eddie Kingston. Then a brawl happens. Moss came to Eddie's aid. A little crazy. Then we find Christian comes out. He gets the chaos. Kenny gets to his feet. Kenny gets to the Christian gets to the ring. They exchange some words. Kenny offers Christian his hand, but turns to the fight. Kyle say Kenny. Christian picks up the Kenny's belt. He gets the camera some boost steel, and this segment ends. We have a women's trios match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like the, I think the heels. It was a match, regardless of babyface or heels win. This was a women's trail match. It was the first time. But after the match, we saw Britt Baker putting Thunder Rose in the lockjaw. As a result, we're going to get a lights out, no holds bar match as the main event for a women's match for next week. All right, Master Private Party. Matt Ian Gray said he's been reflecting. He's bringing more money in. He said Anna Page is a is a bizarre arm hood. He said he's staying their business through April Fools. He signed Union Unit, Butcher Blade Bunny. Matt said they're looking good together. He's sending them to destroy some people at Elevation Monday, and then he's going at the Dark Order. Right, yeah, Scorpio versus Darby Allen. The match was hard hitting. It was great, but Darby Allen got the win. Then after that, Scorpio attacked Darby Allen, put him in the heel hook after the match. He finally relents, but after he's looking rather happy about the whole thing. So we got a Scorpio heel turn. Inner Circle comes to the ring. They talked about the, the battle plan tactics. There were going to be changes. And then Sammy Guevara plays. Jericho talks shit to Sammy, but Sammy want to show footage MJF trying to Screw the inner circle over. And then Jericho, then JF friends try to turn and trying to destroy Jericho, but the inner circle went with Jer- Jericho and Scavara. But in the twist, MJF pull out a surprise of her own. We have witnessed Sean Spears, FTR, Tully Branchard, Wardlow. So basically, we got a modern day four horsemen, and the and the show ends with Jericho bleeding onto a broken table. So it was a good it was a good show. It was a bit positive. They handled the the, the AEW Revolution debacle pretty well. That's nice. And basically, it's not that bad. So um, 
Now let's talk. I'm going to talk about for next week. I'm going to see. But next week called St. Patrick's Day Slam. We got Moxley Eddie versus the Good Brothers, Cody versus Penta, Jurassic Express, Bear Country versus Hardy Party, and Butcher and the Blade, Jay Cargill, Action, and Action. We have the main event Lights Out Unsanctioned match between Britt Baker versus Dunder Rosa. Okay, that was my weekly AW podcast episode. So. See you next week. Cause when I will be reviewing when I'll be reviewing as usual the newest thing, AW Dark Evolate. Evolation, I think.